0: Good evening, right?
1: Right, good evening. Everybody's
0: uh, out braving the could-be winter storm tonight and the cold. and
1: Get your milk and eggs.
0: Yep. You need <laughs> and bread. You know, yes, so you can make French toast, That's right, that's right, that's we gotta, right. French just toast. Just in case. Um, so you all survived the holidays, I guess? We're here. I think we barely survived. We all had colds and all that good stuff, but...
1: Yes, I have my... I'm, I am officially infected with a cold of some sort, Yep. Start to the
0: clock. You've got about... <laughs> yeah, not too close. You've got about... How 20. are you doing? Yeah. It's 13 uh, yeah. more days. Just start the countdown now. Um, no, we had a really good Christmas, though. I cannot I cannot complain. Did you guys have a good Christmas and New Year's? We,
1: we did. We had a, a wonderful time at uh, down south and had a good time coming back and had a good uh, team conference, good Christmas at the Burnettes.
0: Um, the Christmas service here got really high reviews and i'm sad to say we had of course sadie sick because it's holiday and that's what she does um but so we didn't make it to church and everybody's like it was so great if you can get a video watch it it was that good and my it, sister it was, said she that had good. chills at some of the yeah. scripts that you wrote for the speaking parts she said were amazing so
1: well mandy and the praise team and uh, the youth they outdid themselves uh it was some of the best music that i have experienced here and that's saying something and yes uh the the actors that helped me with the uh message it was just tremendous so the, the lord blessed uh and I, you know again the 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 whole word fresh you know um, there's solomon said there's nothing new under the sun so our greatest challenge today is to make what has always been here new. Mm. And, and, you know, the old saying, go to church again for the first time. You know, that, that's a choice. And so you, you have to go and, and be willing to be blessed. And, um, you know, it, it, it's a, I, I get it, and that's why I tried to let everybody know that if you've got family responsibilities, I, I get it. Uh, but it is a special service to be here on Christmas Day. It's cool.
2: Yeah, I'd like to comment on that. We were going to, you know, myself, Brad and Todd were going to preach. When was it? The Sunday before. The Sunday before, right. And I had a Christmas message worked up, and I was texting Pastor Ben here, and I said, it's so tough. You would think it would be the easiest message, but I said, you know, it's so tough, and it, it was only really technically my second Christmas message I'd done, and he humbled me by saying, try to ignite of of them. <laughs> so, you know, it's like, you know, that, that's a loving, loving, yeah, it is tough, you know, but you're right, trying to make a, a fresh fresh message is sometimes challenging. So.
0: Well, good. Um, so just to start out, because it is a new year, and um, just kind of going off of what Ben preached on Sunday, uh, which was uh, being a witness and just making a resolve, um, just to kind of discuss that a little bit to start and then just to talk about resolutions in general sticking to them what what is good what is healthy and um, what it can be new at the new start of the year
1: so in my humble opinion the greatest thing about anyone is their willingness and ability to affect change and the greatest successful person can get the greatest change out of themselves I mean it's one thing to be a change agent at your work at your home at your school but if you can affect change right here then then you can pretty well guarantee change in those other situations you know it's when someone tries to affect change in all those other situations but they don't change themselves that's where the term hypocrite comes and so um, for me evaluation is key I can take you to a dark time in life where all of the family was gone. We were all mad at each other. I was at home, and I'm trying to figure out what just happened, and I'm trying to dig out uh, of the destruction that I had brought to my own family with my own hands. And the Lord led me to, um, oh, the name, it'll come to me, Swindoll. Uh, And and he had uh, like eight questions and I sat down and I wrote page after page after page in response to, the, I still I can take you to the file, you know, type thing. And and basically, as a result of that time, ever so often I try to evaluate. You know, how, how am I doing? Where do I need to go? And I'll even ask the wife, how am I doing? What do I need to change? So on and so forth. And I think that's good for all of us to do. With all that said, January the 1st, I mean, that that, you know, okay what what did we stink up last year what did we do well what is the ominous challenge before us for the next year what what would we really like to accomplish so on these are just all really good questions so basically i try to preach a message along those lines every year and this year it just kind of seemed to gravitate towards soul winning being a faithful witness and i'll tell you guys uh you know it's it's one thing for church members to say boy, brother Ben that really hit the mark I that's always appreciated how praise the lamb but when your kids say okay dad how can I be a better witness Well, you you know number one you know that the holy spirit did that not you and, and number two i mean there's nothing that makes a dad more excited than to hear his, his kids say i want to be a soldier you know and 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 we and we talk you know so so we we're trying to follow up on that Uh, Memorizing verses, practicing, so on and so forth. I handed uh, one of my kids a book. Uh, You you guys got some reading time? Come to my office after church. I'll hand you a book. You know, I'll I'll be glad to take up your time with a book, type thing.
3: On on any given topic. On any given topic. Wherever you're struggling. That's right. I watched that uh, show, Intervention. You ever see that show? On, oh, on, yeah. I, I've decided constantly. my
0: children are going to watch episodes of that. And a lot of it is hard life lessons, and uh, if you can learn it from someone else. But some of those are hard to watch. It's,
3: oh, my. And, yeah. And the peop- you see the need of people for the gospel in, mm. in every episode. But there's one of those counselors that says, they, they make the statement. I thought that there's a lot of truth to that you will not change until the pain of continuing in your bad habit is greater than the, the pain or difficulty of changing hmm. so so That's it, introspection <laughs> never on, a true statement year, said. Um, you, you sometimes don't change until you felt enough pain and that may may have been the third or fourth doctor visit where they said hey you you've got to you've got to lay off the twinkies man <laughs> uh, the you go to that doctor too <laughs> <laughs> I hate that guy. that's <laughs> so true. So true. I talked so my, talk myself down off of a hostess cream pie this this morning. I'm proud Sunday. of yeah, you, Gavin. That's, good. that's a that's, that's a good win. win. It is. That's, that's a win. First step. But it's uh, so talk true. to me in March though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's okay hey, to have hey, three months. to 12 pack. I know. <laughs> it's Sorry. okay to have three good months. Hey, Amen. Yeah. Hey, it is okay to I'm have three good months. I'm just
0: struggling through day four right yeah, now. Yeah, I mean,
3: I'm just going to be honest. So self introspection, I think. You don't don't keep doing the same thing, expecting something different. You said that yeah. Sunday too, um, wh- and you. What is so depressing is you're making a commitment, a, another commitment, to do what you know you ought to have been doing in the in the first place, um, whether it be witnessing, whether it be eating correctly, whether it be, be how you deal with your kids. Um, so, I'm working on some having some positive emotional. Uh, is that, is that the right term? Positive emotional attitude towards the change. So yes. trying to embrace and feel good about the change. So
1: well, okay. Yeah. So that's that's key for me. Don't forget, you're fighting the enemy of your soul. And you you mentioned you're you're dealing with essentially the loss of bad decisions. And if you're not careful, the devil will cram you into that corner. Mm-hmm. And you won't even realize that that's what's going on, but 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 there you are. I'm the only one that struggles with this. I'm the only one that has messed up this bad. Oh yeah. Well, that's the devil. I mean, isn't
3: this the sixteenth time that he's killing you? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, And and so you have to pick up the shield of faith, and you have to reject that, and you have to get out of that corner, and, and and realize that sitting there bemoaning the poor behavior does not make it any better. You know, uh, the old saying, you got to forgive yourself. You know, mm-hmm. the Lord has forgiven us. We have to forgive ourselves and move on. Mm-hmm. Uh, something else, and if, if my memory serves me here.
3: Let me think about what the, the devil's ultimate design for you is Samson. What, Samson's yeah. life. Blind and complete blind embarrassment, slave and make a, make a sh- basically an example out of you for his sake. Uh, to make a pitiful uh, specimen out of you to show anybody that might even consider being a Christian sometime what a, what a uh, completely useless endeavor that is.
1: Amen. Uh wouldn't share names. I don't think it's appropriate at this point. Um, but just last night at the hospital, uh, a three-year-old's life was taken as a result of an accident, and the five-year-old is in bad condition And all of this is because of a father that made very, very poor decisions. And, uh, you know, if you went to that father now and said, I I have the ability to go back in time to the last time someone told you you're going to regret these decisions, you know, you can go back to that point and and then make good, guarantee he would take it, guarantee you, hands down. He, he would even vow to a life of poverty type thing if he could just take back those decisions. doesn't work that way. So he, here we are right now currently, praise the Lord, not in those situations, but, but we don't, those seeds may be there. The seeds of that type of mm-hmm. horrific situation may be there in our lives, but we have the opportunity January the 4th to start planting good seeds and making good decisions. Tom?
2: One, one simple decision away from becoming
1: that man you bet that's it that's it but by the grace of god there go we amen evil
3: evil's job is easy you can spend a lifetime building a good name it takes 10 minutes to destroy it yeah i heard
2: minutes. a quote i heard a quote that said the only thing that will enter a room before you do is your reputation
1: mm, that's good
2: that's true man
1: still on resolutions we yeah. are do you have any resolutions, or what
0: are your thoughts? Do you, uh, do, you mine, get, do that?
2: Not really, some people. Mine is not I don't know if it's an odd one, you know, I think we're all kind of like creatures, but mine is to pray for myself more. Hmm. I forget to ask God to help me. Amen. You know, we, we always see the prayer chains, and you don't see your day, hey, pray for yourself today, you know, go through the feed. But, <laughs> you know, I had a rough couple months to the holiday season with family, tension, and trouble, and we stayed home this year because... I feel like I'm fooling myself when I go to family's house and I pretend we know each other. And, hey, and, and I was like, you know, what? we're gonna stay in this house this year and just enjoy each other. And it was a bitter nightmare. <laughs> no, no, it was just you know, that's not nothing, doing that again. Nothing stirring but a mouse. <laughs> that was it. We were so just cabin fever. It was terrible. So we're going to like Dollywood next year. It's <laughs> uh, burnt down. It's there, yeah. I know yeah you can go I mean. to Branson. Yeah, but it was. I was so frustrated with myself because all these things I was challenged with. I just, like, the last, like, three days, I was just fed up. I started praying, just help me get over this. Help me. This is so petty. And literally, I woke up, and I think I even texted you, and it was like a light bulb went off. Man. I woke up the next morning, and it was gone. And I'm like, oh, yeah, prayer works. Amen.
3: Well, Amazing. I,
2: I need to pray yeah. more to help me with my walk.
1: Man, that's and, good stuff.
0: So I think um, we tried to talk about, what went well and what was really hard in 2016 um, between, I mean, the very limited time we have uninterrupted, which is basically no time, but we attempted to talk about that, which I think is good. Um, We haven't gotten to the let's talk about the goals and things for 2017, but I think um, one goal I have for myself if we're talking about resolutions is, of course, we all try to be healthier. I always try to take more pictures. I never do it, things like that. Um, But... I think to be a better Christian, to be a better wife, to be a better mom, co coworker, you name it, friend, I want to work on complaining. And because, pe- you know, when you, it's so negative and people hear what you're talking about. And I can remember at a really bad time of my life, and I just switched jobs, and I was really um, very challenged. I just moved to Mercy, and I was being pulled all over the hospital and learning all new things, and it was very difficult. And I can remember praying Every day on my way to work, God help me not to complain today. Just help me not to complain. Like that was a consistent prayer. Help me not to hurt anyone at work. I mean, make a mistake, right? It, which, well, yeah. Oh good. my goodness. I mean, that's a good prayer for anybody when you're a that's. Nurse or a doctor, oh my I think gosh, a very good it's in a heart cath lab. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I wasn't even in the cap lab yeah. yet, but I mean, my gosh. And I would pray, but help me not to complain because it was so hard, and I was struggling outside of work so much. And so that year, um, I had my. First year's evaluation, and I sat down, and um, they do this thing where other coworkers kind of comment on you, what their opinion of you is. So it's a humbling thing. I didn't Uh-oh. know that. I did Ooh. not know that was part of the process. And um, my supervisor's running through this thing, and every every person wrote. Tara never complains. Tara never complains. And I Amen. had to just who sit are you and what did you do there, and <laughs> almost cried because I'm like, you don't even know yeah, right. how horrible <laughs> this year has been, and mm. I prayed not to complain okay so that was almost a decade ago and i find that i'm like becoming a bit of a complainer and not just at work like everywhere and i'm thinking i don't want to be the one that complains and they think this is the girl that goes to church this is my friend that goes to church this is my wife this is my mom this is my daughter and sister and um just to make a conscious effort about what i'm thinking like take captive every thought right take captive every thought and before i let it out to just try not to be that person that complains about it's hot, it's cold, I have a cold, it's I'm um, tired. Uh, this Everybody food is hates bad, me. This, Nobody yeah, loves me. I think you
1: know, I'll go eat worms. Amen. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's a double edged sword with Christian maturity, though, because what you think you might be complaining about probably isn't even on the radar of a child. Right. But you're such heightened awareness right. that Amen. I, I I got uh, yesterday a man said to me, You smile too much. <laughs> and I just, I, I, you know, in my head, I'm like, praise the Lord. Yeah, yeah, thanks, I'll take that. different. But it's like, you know, people notice those little things, You're right? That used to get me in trouble in school, though, smiling. You know, somebody do something to the teacher. They
1: think <laughs> 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 so that's your New Year's resolution. That would definitely be one of them.
0: That would be one of them. And I mean, we. Complain. I haven't had a chance to like sit down and, sure. and talk about what my resolutions are. Like I said, I always. Um, try to be healthier I always try to work a little harder I always you know right I'm, I'm a self-evaluator yeah, right. almost to a fault right because and, and they, I, you can
1: go the other direction you did yeah,
0: to a wow I'm gosh everybody's better than me but you know I I'm about an evaluator so but when I'm thinking about what would be very effective as a Christian and a wife and a, a friend and everything I think just not taking captive every thought not being negative not complaining And just, I guess, being a positive light, that would be at the top of my list of things I personally need to improve on this year. Just a thought.
1: Well, and so along those lines, Zacharias, when he went dumb because he argued with the angel, the the approach I took with that was that he learned to listen more. Mm. And that, because it's all he could do, he learned that. What other people and ultimately what God had to say was so much more important than what he had to say. Mm-hmm. I found myself, you know, in that situation of not complaining. Or, you know, really close akin to that is joining in when someone else is beating someone else up. You know, so I'm. But that feels so good. It does. It does, especially when the person deserves it, right? <laughs> and it so, makes you
0: look so smart. Oh, you know, it does. Yeah, it does.
1: I, w- I was headed to the woods, and I went into this place to get breakfast. Which consists of Mountain Dew and some unnamed. We're not (coughs) not judging. Right. This is before the New Year's resolution. (laughs) Good. And, um, well, the lady knew me, so we got to talking. Well, before long, that got into people. And before long, that got into her complaining about a particular situation. And I just looked at her, because you don't want to beat them up either. And I just made the statement. And I've learned to do this. I personally have not gone through what the person you're talking about has gone through. And so until I do, I'm going to reserve judgment. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the person took it as a, a rebuke and it wasn't meant to be that, you know. But what what it was meant to do was to keep my mouth shut. Because <laughs> I, I had some stuff I wanted to say, it, you know. But it w- it would not have been positive And that person knows who I am. And, and yeah. you know, it could have been on Facebook that night, you know, type thing. And that, that but that little... Prepared line, you know. Uh, what's the word? Protected me uh, from that situation, and, and and I hope you know if if you're out and somebody starts you know wagging their tongue about Brother Ben, I well until I walk the road he's in. I'm going to reserve judgment because that's really where we ought to be. Mm-hmm. And, and every one of us struggle with complaining. I mean, my wife can tell you. I, sometimes I'm the biggest Debbie Downer there is, you know. And, and most people don't think that because I try to be up. I try to be, you know, positive, the eternal optimist. But, you know, we, we have bad days and, and such. So, But complaining hardly ever helps the situation.
0: As I have found. I even said tonight, like, well, I have a really bad cold, but complaining isn't going to make my cold go away. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You're going to have to remember that in the next two weeks because it's <laughs> going to
3: happen. You got it.
0: Yeah.
3: Worry's mine. I, I, I'm compla- I complain, too, but I worry too much. For making 53 trips around the sun, I, I worry too much. God's been faithful to me, mm-hmm. immensely faithful. And I, I should, really shouldn't worry. I don't know why I worry. I just grab something on, worry about it read about it, nothing I can do about it, and then it doesn't happen, so <laughs> I waste all that energy. We, right.
1: 53 trips around, around the sun. I like I that. that. I like
3: that.
0: All right. Um, it's a good
3: band But it's, band. That. it's
1: that 54th. It might get you. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Something yeah. to think
0: about, Gavin. <laughs> I've seen a <laughs> lot of stuff. might <laughs> 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 start thinking about it now. Oh. I'm going to Russia. <laughs> all right. We're going to stop there because we should. Um, I like the new bulletins. Is that how love it's going to be? It's yeah. like a flyer. Yeah. I That's love That's my understanding. I I left mine at home, but thank goodness for the Bethel email, so I'm just going to just talk quickly Go about what it. we've got coming up. Bethel Gym Night, if your kids have the cabin fever, and it's likely that they do. Um, little fact, the City Hall is open, but the gym, but it closes at 4 or 4.30 each day, so that doesn't give kids that want to get in a gymnasium a lot of time. Don't I know it. Um, so <laughs> they have a couple gym nights, check those times, and there's kind of, they do like the older kids and the younger kids, so kind of keep an eye out for that, but certainly something to to look into. Um, and coming up January 7th, so that's just this Saturday, are we going to already start about, start talking about summer vacation, the Camp Colorado um, trip, it looks like, is underway. It is a very... Family friendly and, from what I understand, a really, really fun trip out to Colorado, if that's something that you're thinking about. Um, be at Burger King this Saturday um, at 1 o'clock. So.
2: Are they still calling it a thousand miles of joy? <laughs> that's a good one. I like that. I like that. You know, hey,
1: why don't we do a little programming note? Do, do we have this next week? Is it a regular Awana night yeah, next week? We, we're here. Why don't we have Brother Keith as a special guest next week and fill us in on the Colorado Tribes? Does that good. sound good, Brother Keith? Can you All do right. an infomercial for infomercial us? Infomercial next yeah. week, the first segment. that sound good?
0: And while I'm on announcements, I love this. It's a Men's Night at the Gun Shack Shooting Range. What a great idea <laughs> we for We call it men's marital night. counseling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I noticed there's, Bring not, her a own target. there's not a there women's be. night at the gun shack. I did notice that. I was like, well. I'm
1: messing with you. I've
0: never fired a weapon, so I don't maybe know if I should not? start. Well, no. I mean, I think I might have tried shooting like a BB gun or right. something when I was maybe 15, I I think. Very at a can. very empowering. Oh, boy. <laughs> I don't know if I need any of that. It's but, very empowering. Um, that is Mark Your Calendars. It's Thursday, January 19th. It is $10 a person. Um, you'll need your firearm and some ammo. Um, there are things that can be rented up there. I've heard really good things, honestly. um heard nothing but good. From people that don't even live in this town. They live right. in uh, Augusta and Union it's only one and in Franklin Washington. County. And so they're like, oh, we love it over there. So um, support our uh, community, too. You bet. All right. Um, do we have a take it or leave it? i got just one. Saying, whichever. i what got both, got?
1: actually. Take it or leave it. Nebraska football is back. It yes. sort
0: of was bad. Well, oh. I mean, You play the SEC team. What do you I expect? I know. And you know what? Here's the thing. Because after last season, I kept telling the boys, like, boy, I mean, we're doing so much better than last season. Yes. I mean, you got to understand we lost to, like, really good teams when we did lose. Right. And so, yeah, I, I'm on board with They're it. They're back. I'll take it. Nebraska's back. Um, we lost our quarterback and a couple other key players oh, for that. the bowl game. Yeah. So that didn't, um, that didn't look help. quite as pretty, but. Hey, I, I'm calling it back. We're in the Big Ten. It's a hard conference. That's
1: exactly right. You got to take it or leave
3: it, brother? I do not. I do not. All I'm right. I'm going to say
0: – I'm just saying. I am just saying that the holidays, I'm glad they're gone because I – Eat everything, cause I'm like, oh well, it's just this time of year, well, yeah. just one time of year. <laughs> I only get, so I only see this once a year, I only see that once a year, and then the next thing you know, like, touching. Yep, mm-hmm. I'm just wearing sweatpants everywhere, <laughs> It's not fun. <laughs> Falling asleep on the couch, you know, just overeating. So I'm glad uh, it's
1: over. I've got, and I'm just saying, uh, I'm hoping for a snow day tomorrow, but I, I hear all the teachers aren't. All the kids want a snow day, but the teachers don't want to lose. Their holidays coming up, Martin Luther King, or, right, the three-day weekend. So, do you guys think we're going to get it? We're going to get one to three? No? No.
0: I've been talking, I hate, uh, the super, I work with the superintendent's wife, and we joke back and forth about things and uh, anyway and i was like so is your husband going to be one of these that just cancel school at a dusting or the potential <laughs> dusting because we know what that's like we, right. we want to have school tomorrow tell them that my vote if it matters is let's go to have
3: school, school. <laughs> tough it out
0: all right um so if you've been with us at all this year we've been in romans chapter 12 and we've progressed on to Romans chapter 12 verse 10. So we're going to start there tonight. If you have your Bibles, at you least turn that's there. the best
1: our memory has served us. We if you know that we're further than think that, we're
0: on verse 10.
1: Let us know after the show tonight. Yeah,
0: cause <laughs> we've got good material on here. That's
1: right. So uh, chapter 12 verse 10 says this: Be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love and honor, giving preference to one another, and of course remembering that this is under the context of. Uh, you know Paul has brought us through uh, a doctrinal study of the love of God, and now he 's challenging us to be a, a sacrifice, a living sacrifice to God, and then he goes through the spiritual gifts. so this is in the context I think of of a church life, if you will and so this verse ten, you know be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love in honor, giving preference to one another. Think about the action words that are in that. Kind, affectionate, brotherly love, honor, preference to one another. I mean, it's pretty much the whole verse. So, what this is, is it is a one another command. And there are several of these in the Bible. These are the one another commands in the Bible. Fellowship with one another, accept one another, bear with one another, care for one another, comfort one another, encourage one another, greet one another, honor one another, be hospitable to one another, kind to one another, and love one another. And so this fits in uh, to that. So really, honestly, it's a to-do list. This is how you and I are to respond to one another. Well, you, you know what the word kind means, you know, gentle, loving, and the such. But, but then he puts the word well, you affectionate. Can, you might have to practice it. I may have to practice no, it. Not necessarily you, but...
3: Some people might have to practice. Yes, being kind. no
1: doubt, no, no doubt. Um, especially in a line, Raise right? Raise my hand.
3: Yeah, this
0: could be a self-evaluation Amen. moment. Am I being kind?
2: Am I
1: yeah. perceived
2: well perceived as a kind person? And and I might have I missed that last one. Did you guys go over uh, verse nine? Mm-hmm. Yes, you did. Well, then that, that's and but feel
1: free to back up. Yeah. Well, that's
2: exactly. And you talked about hypocrisy earlier. Let love be without dissimulation, <laughs> and that comes from the. The definition of that is the act of dissimulating, feigning, or hypocrisy.
1: Amen. So y'all know my ongoing struggle with road rage, and that Mm -hmm. that one area in sink. Yes, (laughs) that one. Well, there's there's new chapters written almost every week. That one area there, sinks and uh, McDonald's, and then the viaduct in that that lane. You know, the lane Mm -hmm. that you can get around Mm -hmm. slow people. Mm -hmm. So I had had a bad morning. (laughs) And I was taking Benjamin to work, and I'm in I'm in the the slow lane. I'm in the lane that you don't have to merge. And I see in my rearview mirror here here comes a guy. Somebody's going to try he, to beat you. He's going to do what I normally do. Okay, and not it, today. That's that's exactly what clicked. Not today. I just moved over. Well, so he comes over, so I moved back over, and it was just long enough to ruin his opportunity because there was like five cars. He would have had to been going 100 miles an hour to get around that first car. I saved his life. I feel that way. But nonetheless... I
0: might have been that person a time or yeah, two. Right, right. I'm not going to lie. That's but just justification. Out
1: fail, when I do something stupid and fleshly like that, my first thought is I hope they don't go to Bethel. <laughs> <laughs> and that's got to be bad. I mean, it's got to oh, be bad. Oh, you know what
0: I think? I hope they don't know my husband. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going right. to hear about this. Right, right, I do think
1: that. And And so, you know... It's one thing to be kind, it's another thing to be affectionately kind, you know? Um and so had I been in the right spirit, I probably would have prayed for that young man that he'd get around all the cars, you know, and be safe safely. and such yeah, right. But um and my son, you know, that's that's what's really bad. I mean, I'm teaching my son the same road rage and he's like, Well, Dad, what what was that? <laughs> it was flesh, son. I'm I'm not doing well today, okay? Uh, but anyway, um, and I'm confessing that to you, I, it is it is a daily challenge, and, and the Holy Spirit, I mean, yesterday when I was going into the city, I, I just had to prepare myself, I'm going to get hacked off, and so I've got to prepare myself, kind of talk myself off the ledge before you even get on it, mm-hmm. you know.
0: I'm just mentally prepared on the road for somebody to do something that's going to make me mad. Right. Amen. Just, I'm prepared just for it. Let so it then go. When
2: it happens, I'm like, yep, there it was. I, I had a first this year I got flipped off on Christmas Eve <laughs> yeah and I think it was <laughs> someone like trying Christmas? to be kind and I was quick on the horn and he showed me I was number one <laughs> so oh, on Christmas?
3: That's he's rooting funny. for you we've That's got a good story funny. like that
2: we're
0: going to leave it for another so, there you
3: so go. Uh, on this verse it says be kind of to one to another uh, you guys know my uh, I guess obsession with triangles when, whenever you're whenever you're behaving towards someone you can count that it's beha- like it's behaving how you're behaving towards christ this has helped me in a lot of line situations my my uh uh rage is in i have line rage if you try to get in front of me in line and you're obviously trying to about get ahead that that gets my hackles up and i get started almost got into a fist fight with a 80 year old drunk guy at the at the uh, football game one time it's, i think i shared that story mm-hmm. here um to my shame um but uh, he didn't get in front of me. Didn't get served. <laughs> <laughs> you you won. Bear. Good to know, Gavin. <laughs> and my wife went, and she <laughs> left like she didn't even know me. So I I don't blame her. <laughs> I might um, have made to watch this. Oh Smart my woman. goodness! Oh. Smart woman tears is <laughs> Yes. So Jesus has has said, uh, you know, in the Matthew 25, when he said that he sent the goats to <laughs> off to the, to damnation, and he said the the sheep's you're my children because you. When I was hungry, you fed me. When I was without clothes, you gave me something to wear. You came and visited me in the hospital and prison. You came to visit me, and they said, "When did you do? When did we do these things?" And he said, "When you did it under the least of these, my brethren, you did it to me." And uh, you, as you behave towards someone, Christ, it, it's like personally doing it for Christ. And uh, Paul, in two circumstances, uh, relates the same thing on the road to Damascus when he was stopped and saw the vision of Christ, and Christ said. Uh, Paul, why are you persecuting me? So right. Paul was persecuting individuals in the church and throwing them in prison, try, trying to get them killed. And Jesus said, you're persecuting me. So the way Paul was behaving towards Christians, he was behaving towards Christ. Christ counted it as, as toward him. Paul also mentions in, in Galatians 4.14, he says, uh, when he was with the Galatians, he said, And my temptation, uh, which was in my flesh, ye despise not nor rejected. His temptation, his temptation, It's his weakness. Um, but you receive me as an angel of God, even as Christ. So they treated Paul just like they would be treating Christ. Um, so I help that. That I think that helps me in backing down, and you know how I treat someone is really how Christ, essentially how I'm treating Christ, because that person's made in the image of Christ, right. and Jesus perceives it as how you treated Him. When you're treating other people um, badly. It's like you're treating Christ badly when you're you're being respectful and reverent toward other people's needs. You're being that way towards Christ too. Christ perceives it as a personal um, ministry to Him when you do it to other people. Very good.
0: Well, I um I have a study Bible and I just you know always like to you know when I'm studying the Bible read through the commentary and this was. Um, written for verse 12 9 and 10 and it really um, was convicting so I'm going to share it but it says most of us have learned how to pretend to love others how to speak kindly how to avoid hurting their feelings and appear to have interest in them we may be skilled in pretending to feel moved with compassion when we hear others needs or how to become indignant when we learn of injustice but God calls us to real and sincere love that goes far beyond pretense and politeness Sincere love requires concentration and effort. It means helping others become better people. It demands our time, money, and personal involvement. No individual has the capacity to express love to a whole community, but the body of Christ in your town does. Look for people Uh who need your love and look for ways you and your fellow believers can love your community for Christ. Very good. So I was thinking, what does love look like if it has hands and feet? You know, what I like
1: that? that. No one person, but the body does. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. Uh, so at the end of my notes here, I just put, go out of your way to show someone affection, honor, and love. And and that's really mm-hmm. what, you know, it always blesses us, blesses us as individuals when someone goes out of their way to look us in the eyeball and say, I appreciate you, mm-hmm. you know. And and so it certainly does the same. I was able to do that on behalf of the church. I told you I would Sunday I went to uh, chad john Meyer's room there at uh, the hospital, and I told him i said I, you know chad, you don 't go to church at Bethel, but i 'm here because you 're a community leader, and i 'm here as another community leader telling you that you 're important to us, and we 're praying for you, and we want you to get better so uh, and that was a blessing to him and and it was meant to be um, and and you know and, and he and he returned in kind and he said some words that i don 't know that I have freedom to share, but it gave you chills you know um and uh, he talked about self-evaluation. And, and I said, well, I, you know. it will do it. Oh, my That'll goodness. You know, and I always encourage people, when, when you get put flat on your back, resist the urge to assume that you're there because you did something evil or wrong. If you did, if get it's it right. obvious, own it. Get it right. Otherwise, just simply say, you know, you got my attention. What are you teaching me? Mm-hmm. What are you teaching me? What, what, what's my next step? And, and, and watch this, guys. Y- God may go to that trouble in your life just to get you to verbalize something to someone in that hospital.
3: Amen. Yeah, it, it's worth it and to him. In eternity, it'll be worth it. In eternity, Maybe it'll be worth see. it. You bet. And it's worth it.
0: So just if we're talking New Year's resolutions, why not resolve to love, to Amen. show love? Are you? And the self-evaluation, are you, do you look kind to others? Are you showing love? Are you spending your precious time, money, and energy on kindness and love towards people you don't have to love ultimately
1: amen
2: if if i could share one thing just because it touched on me yeah in that book it said what does love look like and uh a little little poem that struck me one night and i wrote it it says there aren't enough words in the english language to describe all his pain suffering and anguish so just check the boxes marked all the above his name has five but needs only four letters and i think they spell love
1: very good he Very to good, give, Thomas. Got us Very hand. good.
0: All right. Oh, somebody texted in. I won't put a Joy FM sticker on my car because of embarrassing road rage. <laughs>
1: well, I need a sticker that says Lord, please forgive me for what I'm about to do. <laughs> oh,
3: man. That's why we have altar
0: calls.
1: That's uh, right. Amen. Oh, yeah, that is funny. So are we doing a, a uh, getting older Yeah, segment?
0: I know I'm getting older because I have,
3: I have a I, I had a, a but I didn't get up, get it to Brad in time, but he's got it now. A uh Uh-oh, I'm a. just saying. <clears throat>
0: What's your, just saying?
3: And it goes right along with the resolutions. If, if you got it, Brad. <laughs> 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 it's time for a New Year's resolution. Seriously, <laughs> who did this? That's hilarious. It. Vet humor.
0: I love it. Vet humor, time yeah. Lose, exactly. Vet I, humor.
1: That's a dad joke.
0: Yeah, that is a dad that's A, a, dad, a dad that's a vet joke.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, Double whammy.
0: So, like, the I'm just getting older because, did you hear this story about a guy in England that we had talked about forgetting where things are or forgetting what you came in the room to do or just forgetting in general like you know you're getting
1: older. It's a pastime for me.
0: So this guy forgot where his car was parked. Like he went into, it was a big venue like a concert or a sporting event or something where there were several parking garages. Did you hear about this guy? Mm -hmm. And like back in June, he went to this and couldn't find his car. Like spent hours going in around garages and everywhere just looking for his car. And it was like six months later he found his car. <laughs> he reported it as lost or stolen, and it was still parked Surprise. where he parked it. <laughs> six months.
1: Yeah, that's me. I
0: was like, "What do you do? Do you get a new car? Do you keep picking that payment? Do you, you know? I yeah. don't know." But I was like, "I." It's I'm, so depressing. I've I have forgotten where my car is parked, oh. but not for more than like a solid ten minutes. I mean,
1: at Barnes Hospital in the garage there, I'll stand. <coughs> In fact, I just <coughs> put it on my phone anymore. Oh, I take a picture. Yeah. If
0: we're at Jeez. Six Flags, we're in Daffy yeah. Duck 2 right there. <laughs> I'm not going to forget it.
1: <laughs> well, I know I'm getting older because I'm starting to care very deeply about things that do not matter. <laughs> the Penn State-USC thing just tore me up. I mean, I lost a whole night over it. Did you? Yes, uh, because uh. Ohio State should not have been in the playoffs. Penn State <laughs> should have.
0: Oh, gosh. It. it didn't really affect me. I'm not going to lie. Well, I was unaffected.
1: I'm See,
3: just now finding out it happens.
1: So. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> and, and I'm compelled to explain to all of you people exactly why Penn State, <laughs> but that's just oh, it. Well, we're going to move on. Yeah, amen. You obviously please. We spent a lot of time please.
0: on
3: that. we just saved you? Yeah, you just saved <laughs> me. Yep. amen. Yep. And all the visit.
0: I'm getting older. Anybody else? Because we've got a fiery last topic, yes, and we, we only do. have about 15 minutes. That's to probably share it. a good thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the final topic is kind of um, <laughs> the highs and lows of the Obama administration, <laughs> and, and the changing of the guard. And um, thank you for that. It was perfect. And basically, the kind of the claims that Obama has made about his um, eight years of leadership.
1: So in the last two weeks. Um, the and I, f- I forget the names, but the the spokesperson and then another person that is somewhat of a spokesperson. They've said two different things that are are related, but basically, I think its name is Josh Ernest, and and this is um, Jarrett said that this has been the most scandal free administration in American history. Wow. Yep, and uh, Josh Ernest said that this has been the most transparent. <laughs> presidential administration in history but these are just a few if operation fast and furious benghazi irs targeting conservative organizations uh, doj seizing journalist records nsa mass surveillance ransom payments for iranian hostages uh the boy bardal swap uh, secret service scandal uh, clinton email scandal and it just goes on and but oh, it was awesome. the most scandal-free. Scandal-free. Oh my
0: goodness! Did you have him put this up here?
1: No, he, he, I'm not corrupt. <laughs> I had no clue about any of. <laughs> I'm just clueless and running a corrupt administration. I like that, Brad. You did good. Oh.
3: <laughs> Threw that in there. Yeah. I
0: need to take a picture of that for. Yeah, that, that's pretty good, and we might need that for later reference. <laughs> <laughs> Can you send that to me, Brad?
1: <laughs> now, th- this is something interesting to think about, because. Uh, The liberals are trying to rewrite history with the spoken word. They believe that if they say it, it's true. They believe that they have such high moral ground because they are for women's rights. They're perceived women's rights. They believe they have such high moral ground because they are for the LGBT, so on and so forth, that if they say it, it's gospel. So let's flesh this out. You have a president that is concerned about his legacy, and the days of his having a national forum are drawing to a close. And these are not dumb people, but they do assume that the American people are. So he has obviously commissioned his lackeys to go out there in these last days and speak what they want us to believe. Now think about it this way. All you watch, if if all you watch is MSNBC, CNN and the such, so you don 't know about these scandals because they 're not covered the way Fox covers them, the way the blaze covers them, the way Rush Limbaugh covers them, they 're not covered. They might be covered from the standpoint of that the right wing vast cons- you know conspiracy is doing this against Obama, But all they know about these conspiracies things is, is what the liberal media wants them to know. So they hear these truths that the Obama administration is the most transparent and scandal-free administration in history. It's going to ring true to them. And, and, you know, ultimately, there's very little that we can do about it. Um, And, and, you know, because very honestly it's the past. It's the past eight years. It, It saddens me as an American, as a patriotic true blue American. It saddens me that we are in the condition and situation that we're in. But But we are. And so I believe we just have to continue to pray. I believe we should continue to pray for, excuse me, uh, President Obama. But certainly pray that the truth come out. Um, Guys, for me, that's the truest test of character. Is when you're dealing with someone that they have an angle. And you say, well, I'm just praying that the truth comes out on both sides. If that offends them, they got something to hide. I mean, it... Well, it, that
0: to me was the entire right. email and the IRS thing and right. everything was because everything was just hidden. Well, I don't know right. where it went. I don't, I don't know. If you it's, count it's the
3: WikiLeaks uh, email release, they probably were the most transparent uh, administration. <laughs> <in the laughs> world.
1: Just somebody else had just to do it Somebody else for them.
3: had to open up <laughs> the door there. A- A- Amen.
1: Yeah. Wh- okay. And And... Y'all know me. I mean, still to this day, and I think of Randy years ago now, uh, Randy emailed me <laughs> to check on his wife or something. And uh, I got it like three months later, you know. And uh, he said, I could be in a jail and you know somewhere. But the point is, is that you could probably still count on all of our hands how many emails I've messed with. But even I know not to put stuff in there if I don't want somebody else to read it. W- why would you put national security sensitive stuff in an email, I don't get that, but anyway, so uh, it it just, it seems to be uh, a a really unbelievable situation, and I I want us to to realize that that we're going to have to advance the cause of conservatism, in my humble opinion, on our knees, thank you, Brad. Amen. because we are in a battle. Mm-hmm. We are in a battle. And they have, boy, they have the, have you seen all the videos that the Hollywood celebs are putting out? Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Fortunately, they I don't have a lot of that. time to watch television. There you go. That I, benefits
0: me sometimes. I heard sometimes. It on the radio. Yeah,
1: well, <laughs> mine come through the blaze, but, because um, I don't watch TV either, but every morning and evening, I check with the blaze. And, and they're, they're demanding that the Congress stand up against, you know, President Trump. They're demanding it.
3: You know, in, in the name uh, of the Constitution. There, there is also an attack now on Jeff Sessions. Um, if you can, I'm just—I don't do this often, but if you can, uh, contact uh, Senator McCaskill's office and tell her please support Jeff Sessions for uh, Attorney General. There's 1,100 uh, people in the legal—I um, don't want to say industry, but the the legal uh, world who have signed a petition for uh, Congress to oppose Jeff Sessions' appointment to Attorney General. If, if ever there was a conservative we need as Attorney General, Jeff Sessions is it. So um, I, I had very great deal of skepticism on whether um, President-elect Trump was going to be co- as conservative as he talked in the, the campaign. But with the people he's appointed, I have great hope. Uh, Jeff Sessions is one of no the doubt. people that needs to be uh, in the cabinet, as well as uh, Ben Carson. So um, with that said, let's keep praying for th- this to go through Congress and to go without a hitch. Um, speaking of, of the prior administration, Terry and I were talking uh, before the radio program started about the lasting effects of, of the Obama administration and what has happened to, our, to us culturally. And, and I, I'm really not sure who's going to spearhead this and whoever does, does is going to I mean, their life won't be the same. Whoever spearheads the cultural movement to reverse uh, the damage that's been done to traditional marriage and to uh, children and gender identity, um, we, we don't need to exalt. Let's just talk about gender identity. We don't need to exalt this as a, a favored condition that you should seek out so that you can control other people's lives because of your, your problem. The, the real solution is to to deal with the problem, and say hey look, everybody at some point not everybody but a lot of people struggle with I- identifying with one gender or another, and I think that's primarily because of the breakdown of the American family. You you struggle with an identifying with a gender, and work with that as a problem, not vault it to a a um, a desired status. Yeah, <laughs> that, that it's <laughs> a choice. It, it's a choice, and it's it's an honorable thing for you to become as someone who's confused about your gender and then conf- consign that that boy or that girl to a lifetime of confusion and pain associated with changing genders if they so desire or struggling with it for the rest of of life uh, most of most peace and healing comes with accepting yourself for who you are and that's that's a can be a process and it doesn't have to be about gender it can be about anything any of your personal uh, features that you have that are that you're born with you can struggle with those for life if you don 't learn come to a place of acceptance of yourself that that's the way god made you um, so there's a, there's a lot of healing and peace that comes from that in any area of self identity um, so dealing with it as a problem instead of it creating it as a vaunted status um, is the way to go about it but we have, as a culture if we're going to Heal our culture. If our culture is going to get back to a an America that we want to continue on, and and we want to be a people that we we could sell other nations, you want you this is uh, we live this way, and we would advise something you worth to live copying. This way. Exactly, I was trying to try, trying to think of your phrase that you use all the yeah. time. we if we want to be something worth reproducing in other nations, we're going to have to get back to a culture who um, is interested in pursuing a way of life that produces healthy, well-adapted, strong, intelligent, other human beings.
1: The, the very thing that our colleges are saying is toxic. Right. Yep. Healthy, femi- femininity, and masculinity. It's toxic. Uh, one, I, I've, I've got a I've got an opinion on this whole thing. I think that we can look at our approach to homosexuality, and we can take a lesson from that. And, and you know, there is some disparity here, but, you know, we're all over 30, right? You over 30, time? All right. Barely. So we can remember that the church dealt with homosexuality by basically ignoring it and saying... It's you better so bad. Not. We can't it's talk about so it. It's so bad.
2: I'm, I'm glad you just said that because that was the devil's advocate yeah. thing. Is someone has is taken lead in an area that I believe the church has failed. Right. But that's exactly what you're saying. You right. know, they were reaching out. Right. For so many years, we were the no, no, yeah, no. Yeah, just
1: yeah. You know, uh, alcoholism, bad. Uh, adultery, bad.
3: Uh, gender identity, gender you know, confusion, right. bad.
1: bad. But, but homosexuality, it's so bad, so bad, you can't, you can't, you don't you don't dare, son, don't you dare, honey, you know, bless your heart, have a kid out of wedlock if you have to, but don't you dare you know get into homosexuality, you'll shame all of us. The reality is is that these kids, because a lot of them have divorced families, they were dealing with same sex aff- what do you call attraction, and so if the mom and dads and pastors and Sunday school teachers would have taken the approach. It's a sin. It's a sin. It's overcome the same way you overcome the sin of, you know, lying, of pornography, stealing. lying, if you're stealing. If you're
2: guilty of one, you're guilty of them all. Right. And right. I think
1: internally. Right. I look at
2: that, oh, that's so much worse right. than what I did. Right. I just lied to you know, right. in God's eyes. Six, it's no seven. different.
1: And so now we're going to need to add gender identity to that. You know, uh, the, the reason you're struggling with this is because we are in a fallen society and we don't have healthy role models and the such, and it's not necessarily abnormal to struggle with the the
3: sin, it is unhealthy to give in to. to embrace it. it. To, to distru- embrace it. It's a destructive behavior that when you, you embrace it and make it part of your life, will wreak destruction on your life.
1: And I don't know much about them, but there is a pediatric Group out there that is waging war against I gender. That's ad-
3: the American yeah. Association of Pediatrics. And they're so. they're
1: being called everything you know under mm-hmm. the sun, but we got to support them. Amen.
3: Uh, because because it, it c- it said, essentially called it child abuse yeah. to put your child through hormone therapy. Yeah. And the surgery and And a lot of those genes.
1: kids become sterile
3: as a result of the, there's those those treatments. There's a world of other things that come right. along with it too. So, so what what is the ideal? <clears throat> and here and we we've hit on it. In, in our, uh, this is why the movie industry and the romance division is so successful. The ideal is for one young man and one young woman to find each other, to discover that they are each other's soulmates, and that living together they make each other better people. And that in that relationship that relationship is so fantastically edifying that lo and behold another person is created by it. Um, that's the ideal, and that ideal has been so destroyed in America, you know, half of marriages end in divorce. A child that comes out of a, a divorced situation or divorced, divorced parent parents, the ideal is not ideal. Right, anything goes then. Right. So any other option is viable. Obviously, one man and one woman happened. doesn't work. Right. So so uh, I I can make up whatever I want, whatever I feel is good for me, uh, when when. We're made for one man, one woman to be together for life and and to dedicate each other's lives to making each other better, to making life um, an enjoyable experience for each of us, a fulfilling experience. There's nothing more fulfilling than seeing your kids come to adult and say, I want to learn how to be a soul winner. I want to learn how, I want to help kids in Sunday school or be a, a teacher for young girls or teacher for young boys, um, and, and to see them start to take on responsibilities in life. There's nothing more fulfilling than doing that with with your soulmate. I I'm you know, we're we're getting to that point, uh, as a couple Denise and I, that we're looking back and we see a lot of bumps in the roads and a lot a lot of, you know, times when we think, Well, we're not gonna make it, we're not gonna make it <laughs> and and you, you cling to the the feet of Jesus and say, I'm not gonna let go of you until you bless me. And that, that's all I you know, sometimes that's all I know to do. You know, you just hang on to Christ until he, he blesses you and till the turmoil's over and you emerge stronger. The the tough times that I went through with Denise instead of tearing us apart made us closer. Um, that's how life's supposed to be lived. That's the ideal, I think that's how it's supposed to be done. And trust me, Denise and I have not done it uh, according to scripture and the ideal way. We are not the ideal couple. By any means, but when we have it, that's what happened. We we became closer. Life became more fulfilled. We we saw why God put us together. I mean, a lot of things start to happen in a positive way when you're doing it God's way, according to his ideal, and clinging to it with all your strength.
1: Amen. So, uh, in in closing, because it's 8 o'clock, so the kids are going to come down here any second. Um, We're going to have Keith next week. I've got this in the text. I want to send it to you. Uh, I don't know if you've heard about Israel and such, but Israel is a, is a hot button right now with everything that's going on. So let's talk about that next week. Have you seen the movie Greater? Brian Burlesworth. Alright. You've got one week. If you don't see it in this week, I'm going to spoil it for you next week. Do right. we
0: have a movie night? I mean, can we talk about it?
1: Brian Burlesworth, it's called Greater. It's an G-R-E-A-T-E-R, greater. Uh, it is a Arkansas phenom story, but Brian Burlesworth is a Christian man. You need to go to Andy's and rent it, okay? Uh, I watched it today. I've watched it again. again. Uh, it's, a, it's amazing, okay? Uh, so you're going to want to see it, but I, I'm giving you a week to see it before I spoil it for you. All right? Don't stay away next week if you don't get to see it. <laughs> Anything else, guys? Oh, one, one real quick thing, Brad. You have that picture. You were saying you'd never
2: held a gun. This was Christmas morning at my house. Oh, so that's funny! Oh my goodness! I had a bunch of comments. They're already better than. God bless America. Yeah, Lindsay wasn't I'm, down the I'm hill. Was she?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was tied to a
2: post.
3: Porting porting tied to a post. <laughs> Chicken coop. They're tied uh, to. Check. Yeah, there's yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, one of the Christmas
2: mornings. Yeah, that's so, awesome. So they love it. That's their favorite pastime. Oh friends. wow. I'm behind. All hands right. Off boxes.
0: God have bless you guys. Thanks, safe, guys. Uh, Thank you. Safe travels tomorrow.
1: Yes.